Tyler, what do you want for Christmas? The date. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Thank you. We all want the D for Christmas, so uh, send us your dick pics to Amphitheater7 <laughs> at gmail.com. Will do. <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> okay, welcome, welcome, welcome to It Came From Theater 7 at. Well, no, I was about to say the email. <laughs> I, every time I, I mess it up. It came from Theater 7, the movie reviews news podcast. I am Scott Zielinski, your East Coast ghost host with the most. I am joined today by uh, Tyler Taylor, <laughs> shaking his head. Tyler, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good. Not, not too bad. Um, I had a Red Bull. I can it's, tell. It's, it's easy to tell with you. Ch- Chelsea Wolf is also here. Chelsea, yes, how I are am. You? I'm doing peachy. How's it going? Are you, are you doing peachy? Yes. You don't like peaches. So how can you be peachy? It's she doesn't like fruit, so uh, it's a point you know of contention what? in our relationship. You know what? What? He called me a fruit. Oh, honey. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> if I were a fruit, I think I'd be an orange. But I hate oranges. Well, that's your call. Why would you be an orange? Because he drinks so much Blue Moon. And orange juice, and I like oranges. And also, oranges have no hair on them. I mean, most fruit don't. Peaches have hair. Well, not hair. They're just, like, fuzzy. I think I would be a peach. If I were on your fruit, I would be a peach. Yeah, I can see that. Your hair is pretty short. It all goes to hair with me. <laughs> <laughs> You're very obsessive about hair as a bald I am. man. I know. Hair! Um, <laughs> so, uh, you guys see anything good? No. Uh, we saw... We, finished uh, Haunting at Hill of Hill House. Yes, we did. And it was so fucking good. So good. We're not going to spoil anything, don't worry. But um, if you haven't checked out Haunting of Hill, of Hill House yet, I would definitely recommend it. Yes, we are a movie podcast, but we're also like a slight like Haunting of Hill House podcast I think we'll, we'll be migrating into a Haunting of Hill House podcast. I think we should. Yeah. I think we should just switch topics and totally just full force. Yeah. I'll go with that. <laughs> so anyway, Haunting <laughs> Tyler, of Hill House. take, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did most of my like bursts last week, so... Yeah, I, I really want. I really want to watch through it again. Yeah. Didn't um, you say you're gonna rewatch it, Tyler? Yeah, I started. Did you? Nice. Yeah. What episode are you on? Like two. Oh well, get yeah. back to it. Uh, I've been busy. <laughs> Favorite episode? Five. Five, and that was the uh, was that no. Nell's episode? Yeah. We find out what's going on with Nell. That was. That was such a good one. I think my favorite was the uh, the viewing episode where where the uh, all That's the family six. members finally come together. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's the whole episode is five takes pretty much and they're just like really long takes like 15 mm-hmm. minutes each and yeah. it was fucking so good yeah i think mine is also nell's episode but theo is my favorite character but like there, yeah. there's something about nell's episode well obviously the end no spoilers well, but yeah, it, like it just tied so nice together the previous episodes are all building to like what happened with her and like yeah. and it, they that finally and find out she's a bizarrely good actress given that she has no experience yeah she's yeah amazing. that's real breakout role for her and she was so she was so good mm-hmm. <clears throat> her sleep paralysis oh yeah my god. that oh my god those scenes were i felt so bad for her uh mm-hmm. naturally uh anyway um so yeah we're done with you haunting of hill house let's move on yes <laughs> i also saw nightmare on elm street you did i did was it your first time yes okay. didn't age well yeah. oh. i still haven't seen it it's it's don't <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Explain. 
<laughs> Please explain. This guy looks so pissed off right now. The last shot of the movie sucks. It's a little goofy. <laughs> a little. It's the effects are a little. Yeah. It looks like without saying specifically what happens. You, but oh, I don't you, you, spoil no, it fucking you. spoil it. Okay. Wait, no, not not for her. Uh, yeah. La, 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 la. No, you can't do that. <laughs> my <laughs> hands are over my ears and I'm singing. There, there's there's a there's a dummy used. Oh, like what? I couldn't shot tell. The movie. No. <laughs> and it's and it's not a. Stop! Stop! It, it's not spoiling anything. It's being very vague. Okay. There is a dummy used in like the last shot of the movie, and it's pretty cheap. I'm pretty sure it's like inflated. Yeah. Like it's a balloon. That... You can see <laughs> the legs wiggle when it's pulled through the door. Yeah. But other than that. Other than that. Yeah. Freddy doesn't do a lot. Everyone, because like everyone hyped it up for years about how like, oh, this is the one Freddy's serious. Mm-hmm. He's not playing jokes at all, and it's like I actually saw the movie. And it's like it's not fucking scary. It's not funny. It's not scary. He's just there. I thought it was pretty scary, but uh, it's he is a little like there. There, it's it's a little bit funny in it. Like, um, I mean, not near, not to the extent of the sequels where he's a straight up like comedian, but um, he has a His murder with the fucking super glove. His uh, power glove. Oh the. Oh, the yeah, that's right. Yeah, his power glove from uh, Freddy's Dead. Um, I love that movie though. It's still certain scenes in that still creep me out. In particular, the the one I always think of is usually the first image that pops in my head is um when Na- uh, Nancy falls asleep in class and her she uh, has a dream or nightmare about her dead friend dragging her own uh, body bag like up the hallway. That did nothing for me. You're an impossible to scare. That's not true. I've it's given you... You're also this. very hard to please. Yeah, I am, but <laughs> I've been told that pretty often. <laughs> Especially from Scott. Yeah. Well, good to have you, Tyler. Uh, we'll see you next week. Um, <laughs> oh, the Glenn thing is good. Glenn thing. Is that Johnny Depp? Yeah. Is that his name in it? Yes. Oh, yeah, his uh, his so, famous death scene with yes. the, the bed. with the oh, Such a good Spoilers. effect. Spoilers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and also, um, just the uh, forewarning here. Um... The podcast will be taking something of a of a break for a week, maybe two weeks at the most, because uh, we will be going on uh, vacation to visit our uh, our good friendships. Yay! And, hi, uh, chips. hi, chips. I, we love you. I, I know you listen to the podcast, so so hi. We'll see oh, you soon. I didn't know. Um, yeah, he does. Yeah. On his Snapchat, he always like does a story thing. I'm like, check out this podcast. Oh yeah, it's a little. Chips Thanks is for having us one up. of our biggest fans. Um, but hey, uh. Corey. And Corey, oh yeah, of course, Corey. So yeah, next next weekend we'll be uh, we'll be in Florida visiting our friend, and then uh, as soon as we get back, we're moving into our new place. So it'll be crazy, may- maybe two weeks. But uh, we're going to try and actually record an episode with with chips while we're out there. So hopefully we'll have something for you when we come back. We might. I don't even know what we would review. I think we should just do like a Halloween episode of like our favorite talk about horror movies, movies or something. Yeah. But I th- I think that comes out like the day we're coming back. So yeah, uh, next two weeks probably won't be uh, hearing a whole lot from us. We'll, we'll, I'll probably post something on like the Facebook page that I made up for it. Um, all right, let's uh, we'll go into movie reviews. Attack of the Critic. Okay, so first up is a uh, new Netflix original film, uh, The Night Comes for Us. 
A ruthless triad enforcer has an attack of conscience just as an insurrection breaks out within the organization, and blah, 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 blah. Generic action movie plot is an excuse for some of the most bonkers, ultra-violent action sequences I've ever seen. We may never get the Raid 3, but the night for it, the night comes for us, comes pretty close. Um, <laughs> so this movie, I I loved it. I, I had such a blast. I watched it, like, I woke up really early. Mm-hmm the day it came out and uh so i i got up it was like 8 a.m or something and i immediately put it on and uh because i i heard great things about it um because it, it played at it played at tiff i think uh toronto international film festival mm-hmm. and it's it got like rave reviews and um and it stars a couple people who were in uh, the raid movies so i was pretty hyped about it and uh so yeah it's an it's an indonesian martial arts film and oh. it's completely insane it's so the, the fight scenes in it are batshit crazy violent. It's like the... It's basically like The Raid, but in splatter horror movie clothing. Like, it, it is... Compl- like I showed you a clip Yeah, you showed me that one of, scene. A fight scene mm-hmm. in, like, a meat locker at, like, a butcher shop mm-hmm. or, or something like that. And uh, the guy is killing people with bones and, like, a cow's hoof and, and uh, uses, like, well, one of those, like, saw things. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's completely ridiculous. And it's, it's so over the bro. top. I feel like that was, like, the most, like, masculine thing I could think of. It's, like, okay, like, we need an action movie, right? But then it's going to be, like, a fight. Where should we have to fight? We should have it at a butcher shop in a meat locker. And there's going to be blood everywhere. And and we're going to kill people with bones. (laughs) 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 Something about it was just, like, this is masculinity at its scariest. (laughs) I see what you mean. And, And they're, like carcasses like falling off the chains and like landing mm-hmm. on splatting people's heads around and they're, they're uh, and the other fight scenes in the movie are uh i mean like the the butcher shop scene is probably like the bloodiest part but it's the rest of the movie it's just so crazy insane violent and uh there's so many like machete fights and 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 uh this this one woman has this really cool weapon that's a uh, it's her necklace but it's also like a razor garrote type thing oh. and she like like zzz, 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 <laughs> like, like swings it around and like Wraps it around people's like, like hands and like, and, and, and like it like oh, wow. it tightens and like cuts a guy's hand like halfway in half like and it's oh it's so fucking awesome. Um, but if you're, so yeah, if you feel like me and you dig really violent martial arts movies, um, definitely check it out. Especially if you're a fan of the raid movies. I feel like I mention the raid movies every week. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean like the the story is certainly nothing to write home about. It's it's bland and it's just an excuse for all these ridiculous action sequences. And um, the lead of the guy, uh, the lead of the guy, the, uh, the lead of the movie <laughs> is this guy. His name is uh, Joe Tus- Tuslim, Tuslim, Taslim. I don't know. Okay. Um, I can't tell how to pronounce it. Uh, but he's he's the lead of the movie, and he was a supporting player in the first Raid movie. And I always liked him in it. And uh, in the Raid, spoilers, he uh, he gets killed like halfway through. And um, and it's unfortunate because I liked his character a lot. I liked his performance, and uh, I wish like he was in it more. And uh, so this is like his first like really big leading role and uh and he totally kills it and he's like the fight uh, oh my god the fight scenes are just amazing and uh, actually the guy who was the lead character of the raid movies is the villain in this and they they have a fight scene towards the uh, at the end of the movie and it is so cartoonishly like gleefully bloody like they they utilize so many different weapons in in this scene there's, there's like a table saw uh, box cutters uh chairs with like the the old nails sticking out of them and, and it, it it's completely like they, they rip each other to shreds in this fight you know they're both gonna die from their wounds but it's a matter of 
which one dies first. And, it, and it's completely falls to the wall and just, like, outrageous. And it's only two hours long. I It did have some minor pacing issues because it's, it's pretty consistently exciting and violent and entertaining all the way up until, like, the, the halfway point where it kind of stops for like 25 minutes and uh, it doesn't... It kind of it kind of drags for a good amount of time. Um, at least that, that that's what I thought. But then the last like forty minutes of the movie is just Gonzo violence, just uh, completely outrageous. And it's um, aside from that like slow chunk of the movie, it, it, the rest of it has such like such a ridiculous energy to it, and it's just punching and kicking and stabbing and screaming and just it's. It's it's a horror movie, but with martial arts, it, like it really is, and it's I had a blast with it. Um, so yeah, so if you're if that all sounds like your kind of thing, you will absolutely not be disappointed, and I I had a total blast with it. And it's a uh, Netflix original film, so you can find it on Netflix. Um, I will give it eight intestines falling out of someone while they're still fighting <laughs> out of ten. Nice, thank you. So Halloween is the direct sequel to the 1978 classic also called Halloween. And <laughs> That's it, confusing. Yeah, just a little bit, uh, considering there are three movies now called Halloween in the Halloween franchise. True, there's Halloween 1978, mm-hmm. Halloween 2007, Halloween 2018. The date's part of the title. It's, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> it, it should be. So, it's, yeah, it's a sequel to the original Halloween, and it ignores the six separate continuities in the ten-film <laughs> franchise, now eleven films, and does not acknowledge things previously established like Religious cults, Star Wars-style family twists, <laughs> evil toy companies, body-swapping twists, psychotic Dr. Loomis's, Halloween reality TV shows, Busta Rhymes kung fu skills, the sick, the four separate times Michael Myers has died, or Paul Rudd. We're back to basics. It's 40 years later. Michael Myers is incarcerated. Laurie Strode, now a grandmother, still can't put that fateful night behind her. Halloween is coming up, so something was bound to happen. Halloween. Damn. Halloween. Yes. So it, uh, you said it broke records. Yep. Did Biggest, it beat Venom in, in, in Weekend Box Office? I have to assume. <laughs> Biggest horror movie opening with a female lead. Yeah. Sweet. Biggest movie opening with a female lead over 55. Yeah. My girl. <laughs> my woman. Second biggest October movie ever. Yeah. Right behind Venom? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> and biggest Halloween opening ever. Woo! Wow. That's insane. So they're definitely gonna make another one. Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a huge Halloween fan. I, I watch Halloween every year. I've watched it every year since I was a kid mm-hmm. for Halloween. Uh, yeah. I've, seen, I've seen all the sequels. I I love these movies, um, including the remakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and you know the sequels are all very. Uh, they have they're varying levels of quality, <laughs> um, but uh, of course none of them match the first one. But for me, this new one. I, uh, I, like, I always held the original Halloween 2, <laughs> uh, up as, like, the second best Halloween movie, but now I, I, after, I, I rewatched Halloween 2 again uh, the other day, and, um, I would have to say this one is now in, uh, second place for second best, uh, Halloween movie. I loved it. I, because mm-hmm. I, I saw it once, Wednesday night, uh, with you, Tyler, and, uh, and then I watched it again on Friday with you, Chelsea, and, um, <laughs> the second time, even, like, even more, I just... I, I loved it. I had a blast. How many callbacks did you catch? There are so many callbacks in this movie, <laughs> and I but not 
I I was worried there would be a lot of callbacks, but I, I was worried that they would be on the nose. Too, yeah, too fan servicey, like mm-hmm. like it, it, like if someone who had never seen another Halloween movie aside from the first one watched it, they they'd be like, "What the hell was that?" Like, because because mm-hmm. they didn't get it, you know. Um, but um, well, luckily I'm in that exact position. Yeah, <laughs> but it was it, it it didn't obstruct. Yeah. The workings of the inner workings of the movie, like mm-hmm. I, it all worked for me. Yeah, I um, think my favorite little callback was when you see. I think it's when the you see the granddaughter for the first time, and she's in class, mm-hmm. and she's sitting in the same seat that she sat in the original, and they're talking mm-hmm. about the same passage from yeah. the original, and she's doing the same thing with her pencil, like literally, like choreographed that little like pencil mm-hmm. on my lip dance. And she, she looks out the, the window. Yep. And, and then she's yeah, Jimmy the Curtis yeah. is like like how Michael Myers was there before. Yeah. And uh, actually, the teacher that you hear yeah. in, in voiceover. No, no, no. No, no. She was um. P. P. J. Souls. Yes. From the first one. Yes. P. J. Souls is the uh, the friend who um, banged the guy in that other person's house, and she's being choked over the wall on the phone, and it sounds like she's having is sex. She's the one Remember from that? Carrie. Uh, yeah, she's also yeah. In Carrie. She's the bitch with the hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love Carrie. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. There are a lot of nods. Um, some subtle, some not so subtle. Yeah, there's there is one big one in particular at the towards the <clears throat> excuse me towards the end of the movie, but it was a bit of a reversal, and I fucking loved it. And and it was it might have been like my favorite little part of the movie, and uh, it oh, it was it was so perfect and like a, like fist pumpingly perfect. Um, so, have you been paying attention to reviews? Not really, no. Okay. Why? The, the biggest complaint is that it's not even. The first half is too much modern jump scare kind of shit. Like, really? more modern horror. And then the second half is where it actually turns into, like, Halloween 1 suspense. I mean... That and tonally, it's kind of all over the place. It, that one I can agree with. I I mean, uh, the first Halloween movie has quite a few jump scares in it. Like it is, eh, they're it, not the same. There's a very distinct difference. Modern jump scares aren't a jump scare because it's actually jumping out at you. It's a jump scare because they put a fucking musical sting behind it. Yeah, but there were there were both of those like in the original one and also you know in the new one. I agree. Um, but uh. For me, like the, the movie had both of those kinds of scares, where it's like, "Boo, he's right there," or or like, "Boo, it's not actually a threat; it's just a friend," or, or you know, whatever you know, stinger, like music. And well, the funniest jump scare fail, which is in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler, mm-hmm. is him walking out of the closet. Oh yeah. yeah, that's oh I love that part. That that whole um. There's a sequence, and I, I know there are like two or three jump scares like in this sequence, but it's the uh, the, the babysitter. Yeah. Segment with the uh, the kid for for me was the MVP of the movie yeah. Jul- Julian the little black uh, black kid who yeah, yeah. he so he's, cool. he kind of is like the audience for the brief period yeah. that he's there like because he like hears the noise and 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 the, the one babysitter she's like oh I'll, I'll go up and check on he's like no send him first like her, yeah. her boyfriend and he's like Dave don't go up there you go get killed <laughs> and then like. In, in the scene, like, Michael, Michael Myers, you know, he pops out of the closet, and he's like, oh, shit! And he, like, and he yeah. nopes the fuck out of there. And, yeah. and it's... I, I really enjoyed that. Like, and there is humor in that scene, and I, and I think that... Is that what you mean by, like, tonally? I, like, like I said, it's not... Like, personally, <laughs> I didn't see it. Just reviews are saying tonally the oh. first half is a little all over the place. 
You know what? <laughs> I think I see your point, but I'm also going to argue it, if that's all right. Because I think I was also kind of noticing, like, two different halves. Um, and I think the first half is they do make it more of modern movie where, like, a few stories are kind of going and it's pretty fact fast-paced. And with the original Halloween, it was very, like, slow and you were so focused on Laurie and mm-hmm. it was suspense that was building up. So I think for this new movie, it was more fast-paced and then towards the end, you were really focusing on Laurie like you were in the beginning. Um, like you were in the um, original, I mean, instead of the, be- instead of the beginning. And then it was more suspense towards the end. So I think that a lot mm-hmm. was just going on and then that feathered out into just focusing on Laurie without giving anything it, away. Does be, be, that make sense? Yeah, well, yeah. the end of the... Most of the movie is all build up to this confrontation. The difference you know. is they're also keeping... They're maintaining a decent body count while they do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Versus yeah. the first one where it's like the body count's four. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, the original movie, it, it, it's very distinct. Like, the first half mm-hmm. is in daylight and it's all him stalking. Yeah. Second half is at night, and it's all him killing, yeah. and 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 stalking, um, but mostly <laughs> killing. Um, but you know, this movie it did have a very different structure to uh, the first movie, but yeah. it's it's all at night for one thing. Yeah, there, there there is a lot more going on in this in this in this new one, um, but it felt so much like a Halloween movie to me still. Mm-hmm. Just like because they they got. Michael Myers so right in this one. Like in, in in all in all the sequels, there are varying levels of how much they get Michael Myers like as he was in the original one. Like mm. in the in a lot of them, he's like well uh, the remake, uh, especially in the uh, the last couple of Halloween movies, he's a fucking monster. He's huge. Um, he's this enormous he's behemoth. Also, he's also super, superhuman in those ones. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he's more. Um, He's more like Zombie Jason in like the Friday the Thirteenth movies, where he's yeah. just in, you know in some of these sequels he's walking around just like murdering everyone around, and you know gets shot with shotguns, and he still gets up and he stabby stab stab. But in <laughs> but uh, he's still super in the original one, even like he re- he punches mm-hmm. his arm through the fucking door. Yeah, th- there is in the original one there is a because they there is a supernatural type of element to him, but it's it's more just like. Gets shot it's, six times and walks away. Yeah, that's. I mean, that that's been known to happen before. It, but I mean, he's also stabbed in the eye and he's stabbed in the stomach at one point. But he's neck. um, yeah. That's a, sorry. Yeah, the neck. Yeah, with a yeah the coat hanger. Um, so there even in, in the original movie there is this. Well, they they call him the boogeyman like a couple times. Like it's a, he's this mystery, this like force of nature, and they continue that so well in this new one to mm-hmm. me. They don't make him like some invincible like superhuman steamroller of violence he just like <laughs> he feels like it's what i enjoy so much about the first halloween and these and some of the other halloween movies um they they make it so relatable and real in a way because it, it they're not shot like overly grimy or slick or like like a typical hollywood horror movie where it's like sinister lighting he's just a guy walking around town it could be any town just like going into people's houses and murdering them yeah. and, it, and it's so like it's such a real fear can I just mention, by the way, the shot? Mm-hmm. I think you probably might know which one I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The one long take. Oh, it's so fucking great. Oh, <laughs> oh I loved it. That might be mm-hmm. like my favorite little, little section of the movie. Uh, you see a bit of it in the trailer. and it, it, well, It's a Halloween movie. You know what's going to happen, so it's not a spoiler. He, go, he goes like from house to house 
just mm-hmm. like wandering around murdering people. And like legit just he just picks up a tool nonchalantly. He picks up a mm-hmm. hammer from the shed, mm-hmm. walks into the house, hit Yeah. Next house. <laughs> oh my god. And and like the camera like pretty much follows him like the whole way through and he's just like dum da dum da dum like just like strolling through and just like whack stab. Like it it's so you're you're there with him for like just about the whole thing and, and it's even get to see one of them yeah that's i i did like that the movie had it had restraint in that department like the the original movie is very um like most of the kills are bloodless or like implied whereas um most modern horror movies they go all out they show you know the every stab and and it's like you know super gory and violent especially the the rob zombie halloween movies it's you know it's rob zombie so it's like dirty and filthy and people are getting slashed and there's gore and blood flying everywhere but the original Halloween is not like that at all yeah. and this movie is an escalation of that like it's it is mm-hmm. gory at times but there's still restraint there and some of the kills are implied you don't see them and and I like that about this movie they, they try to you know continue that tone you know yeah I totally agree but with some they were the gore was fantastic yeah where it was like you've saw like a little bit at the end like after mm. it happened or something and it was like oh my god it was like a am- bone chilling amazing to look at yeah and it and it separates itself from all the other slasher movies in that way because it's it's such a it's distinct and you know all the other ones you know the freddy movies the jason movies the whatever other slasher movies it's they're all all the kills are basically the same you know they they I think it's creative. Yeah, they. Uh, I mean, yeah, the the kills themselves. Jason beats someone to death with another person in a sleeping bag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like J- Jason's thing is he's like superhuman and he uses like every tool and usually a machine. But um, in the earlier ones, he uses like different tools and the deaths are really fun and elaborate. And in the Freddy movies, they're you know they're in nightmares, so they're very like fantastical and and he has a sense of humor and he always drops a one liner. Um, but in the Halloween movies, for me, it's the realism, and. I mean, the the realism in the face of all the supernatural goofy shit that happens. But um, just the idea of that character, I, I enjoy it so much because it could be anybody, and it, it's very relatable. Um, and that was a big thing about this movie that I enjoyed is that they got Michael Myers so right. I mean, it, it helps that that one of the guys playing him is one of the guys that played him in the original one. Um, oh yeah. Oh, what's it? Nick Castle. Uh, oh yeah, that was something else that kept being brought up in reviews. The fact that they do everything possible to block out Michael's face. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. They, they still didn't... They, they maintained the mystery of Michael Myers. And, that, and that's uh, something also I, I liked about it. A couple times, characters are like, Say something! Say something, Michael! And then he gives them nothing. <laughs> they don't, like, unmask him. They, they, I mean, you do see his face in the first movie. And in uh, one or two of the other sequels, I'm pretty sure you, you get a glimpse of his face. But, um... They still play within the rules of like yeah. these movies where you, you don't really see too much of them, and it's him forty years later, and you do get a glimpse of like his one messed up eye. It's, it's super brief, but it's you know there, and um, oh, I just enjoyed it so much. They just got him so great. The, the walk, the way he moves and carries himself, and his build and everything, and it, it's very it's the Michael Myers that I know and love. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, the music uh, is composed by John Carpenter and his son. Oh, wow. And also someone else. Um, <laughs> I love the music in this movie. It's so great. It's I mean, when you have John Carpenter on it, it's going to be great. And he, you know, he uses the the motif that he, you know, created with the original one. But he also has some new themes in there, 
and he does some he does some new things with the old the old uh, you know classic Halloween motif. Um, there is one scene in particular that I uh, it gave me chills both times it happened. But there's a, there's a scene where uh, Laurie Strode's granddaughter, her friend, gets killed, and you know she finds him, and then uh, Michael appears, and this new theme that. <laughs> it, it, it sounds like a John Carpenter theme you would hear in one of his other horror movies because it doesn't sound exactly like Halloween. It's like a different kind of motif, and it's it's wonderful, and I've gone back and listened to that track a few times. Um, but no, the soundtrack is, is great, and it felt, it felt like an old-school horror soundtrack that he would have done a long time ago, but it's but modernized. And uh, it was scary to me like at, at mm -hmm. not all the way through because like the, you know there is humor in uh one or two times it does like undercut the fear in some in mm -hmm. a scene um like the babysitter mm -hmm. scene but um i was actually uh scared of michael for the first time like since i was a kid like and, and i they did a really good job with that they the way he was shot and everything like it was it, they made him like the like the boogeyman and there's a shot towards the end where he's standing in the kitchen of like Laurie's yeah. house towards the end of the movie, and he's completely like in shadow, but it's like his silhouette, and mm -hmm. he's just fucking just standing there, and the camera like like Hill House pans up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just so cool. Um, and also speaking of which, Jamie Lee Curtis, she's back in this one, yeah. and she's great. She feels just like the old like the old uh, old Laurie Strode from forty years ago. She plays yeah. her. You know, same same way, but like forty years later, and she's like Sarah Connor in this new one. She's like all badass, but she's still traumatized. Yeah. By, I, I liked what they did with her character because it showed how that might affect someone. Mm -hmm. You know, still forty years later, the trauma that she's dealing with, and um. And uh, you see how that that fateful night affects like different people mm -hmm. in the in this story. Um. Mm -hmm. So it's it's about. It's about a bunch of things like cl uh, closure with trauma. Like the, it's a big thing that there's there's no, nobody has any closure on these, you know, on these murders. Laurie doesn't. Her family is like all messed up because of her, mm -hmm. pretty much. Like in the way how it happened to her, it affected her daughter because she, you know she had she raised her daughter to you know be ready for anything and you know like, like a survivalist family and. Um, there are these podcasters in like the first half of the movie, and and they, I I saw them as kind of rep representative as uh, of like the uh, the public, and, yeah. You know, the, their reaction to that event, but also reaction to Halloween as a franchise. Like yeah. they they kind of represent the public. Like people want to know, like you know, Michael Myers. Like what's mm -hmm. what could you do with that now? And and you know what's what's up with that? And um, and then there's the like Loomis type of character who I saw as kind of like the diehard horror fans who yeah. who want more. Mm -hmm. Halloween, you know, um, there's a lot in there about attempting to understand madness or the things that are, you know, beyond your understanding. And, uh, some people just don't get answers. So uh, mm -hmm. with those sorts of things and, um, cause different people in the movie have all are affected in different ways and have different feelings about those events. And, uh, and I really liked those different mm -hmm. facets like that. Um, Feel free to interrupt me. You, you can stop me because my um, throat hurts. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're um, fine. Ow. <laughs> I really enjoyed it because for me, it was like a perfect blend of having the original formula and then like bringing it into modern day. Mm -hmm. um, so it like had like something that I loved about this movie was it had like the, oh, I'm forgetting the word, not like trademark, but like the horror movie. Hallmark? 
tropes. motifs. Yeah, the tropes, exactly. Thank you. Of, like, the don't go in there and the, like, yeah. you know, like, the babysitter kind of role and stuff. And it had, mm-hmm. like, all these, like, little things. And they did it with, like, a wink. You know what yeah, I mean? They, they yeah, they subverted a lot of those things for me. Like, there, there weren't many characters where I was, like, rolling my eyes. And yeah. like, oh, what the, what are you doing? You're like, you know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, I really liked how the cop, the cops in this movie, well, the, mostly, like, the one cop, he subverts, like, the dumb cop yeah. trope where like you know he like doesn't believe someone or like he doesn't take them seriously yeah. enough and or he like goes somewhere uh and does something stupid you know there's always a stupid cop in slasher movies most likable cop i've ever seen yeah he's he was also <laughs> basically the audience at one point uh, he yeah. was played by will Patton, who was in he i think he was the he was the defensive coach in remember the titans oh um yeah and uh I really liked his character because he was actually, he mentions one or two times that he was the uh, one of the arresting officers just that night. Nothing uh, got the drop on him. And mm-hmm. even when he comes face to face with Michael like once or twice and he's like, I'm going to blow this motherfucker's brains yeah. out. Like, you know, he, he he gets it. Like, you don't, if someone's down, you you want to make sure they're down. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and, and the side characters, the teenagers. Yeah. I liked most of them. They're, they're, one, <laughs> they're one or two like dumb characters. There's like the boyfriend who was yeah, a total, the boyfriend was a dick. total douche who kind of like disappeared from the movie after I, yeah. I, I assumed he was going to come back and then he was going to get killed because you don't yeah. like him, which is the thing that mo- these movies always do. But he <laughs> he just never appeared again. So he was, he was more of a plot device than than anything. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. And, and there's also the uh, the guy. He's a the black guy with the cowboy hat. He was the um, like the was he like the sheriff? He well the, like the, the sheriff head? the sheriff was the was Will Patton, but he was like the number two guy or something like that. He I thought a, he was like the number one guy and the. I know, it was hard well, to tell. Like he, but he, he was kind of a, he was an intriguing character. He reminded me of uh, the the guy from um, he played Mister X in the X Files, and he was uh, in Friday the Thirteenth uh, Part Nine. Jason goes to hell. He was like this bounty hunter who was always on the hunt for Jason, and uh, and uh, he also was a was a it was a black guy in a cowboy hat and like a black <laughs> coat and everything, yeah. and and he was like this mystery character, and I was reminded of him. In this, but he, he like never came back. I'm like, oh, what happened to that character? Um, yeah. So that happens once or twice, which was a little, you know, I, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming things were left out. Yeah, I really enjoyed all the characters in this movie, and I thought it was mm-hmm. interesting how many people were in this movie, especially mm-hmm. with the original Halloween. There's only like a handful of people like actually in that movie yeah. when you think about it. But this movie, like at times, it almost felt a little bit overcrowded to me. Mm-hmm. However, everything played into each other so nicely, and like yeah. as I was saying, like it was like a lot of tropes, and like as you said, like you know, people were like plot devices, but it wasn't mm-hmm. annoying in yeah. a way. Like every like it just gave you more empathy and more character de- character development mm-hmm. for each person. And at times, I'm like, well, I actually like don't really care that much about the granddaughter's life, like other than uh-huh. that she's a granddaughter, you know. Yeah. But like you can have parts, in my opinion. I feel as if you can't have some parts in the movie without some of that emotional depth, Mm -hmm. you know? So, like, you know, like, there was, you know, the boyfriend, and then there was, like, the best friend. I'm like, did we actually, like, need the best friend? No, but, like, it, Mm -hmm. you know, played into the end game and everything. So I thought that was interesting. Added more to the body count. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. (laughs) Um, That's true. Like, every person in that movie brought something to the table, and some mm -hmm. were more forgetful than others. However, in the scheme of it... They were a major character. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they were a I, major player. They all served a purpose one way or another, and yeah. I I didn't hate any of the characters, or, or I didn't. It wasn't like they would cut back to a certain character, and I'd be like, ugh, again with this person. Like yeah. I do with so many slasher movies. Um. But uh, 
no, I, I didn't want everyone to die. I wasn't rooting for Michael in this movie, which is yeah. odd um, for a slasher movie. Usually you're rooting for the killer. They're the mm-hmm. protagonist. And, mm-hmm. uh, but that didn't happen. I, you know, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and I wanted to bring it back to when you were talking about um, Laurie Strode, like, 40 years later and mm-hmm. everything. Because I didn't see any of the sequels. I only saw the yeah. original Halloween, and then this is, like, the only sequel that I have. So, like, I have... You know, like, very, um, a very pure vision, I guess, of Halloween. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what it was going to be like, and I know that Jamie Lee Curtis was in, like, a few of them. Yeah. Um, and, like, from the trailer, you can kind of, you get a very good idea of how this affected her and her PTSD and, Mm -hmm. like, how that made her, like, how that grew her up because she was, you know, obviously, like, a teenager and stuff and how she's an adult now and the way that it made her into, like, an adult. Um, Mm -hmm. but I thought it was fascinating, like, every little thing and it didn't feel like a character of like you know something traumatic happened in my childhood and now mm-hmm. like I'm all fucked up from it it felt very like at times I'm like I think this is like slightly maybe a bit much yeah. but what then the you're like you Tyler what are you doing I'm trying to make a beautiful point about PTSD and people's lives and you're playing with a fucking yo-yo <laughs> yeah like always <laughs> But anyway, ignoring Tyler, <laughs> I'm turning my chair around viewer. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you can't see. <laughs> but, um, and there were some points where I'm like, how can a mother put this, like, how can a mother do this to their child or, like, uh-huh. to their grandchild? But, you know, what she encountered was something that, a very specific and unfortunate percent of the population has encountered, yeah. you know? So, right. like, and just the way they did it, it felt so, like, they weren't mocking her. Yeah, like, it didn't feel like you. a Hollywood portrayal of you yeah. know, trauma or whatever. There, there was, like, one or two parts where she's, like, drinking heavily, and, and I, uh, but it wasn't like the, they weren't just, like, here's Laurie Strode, and she has an alcohol problem yeah. because she was attacked, you know, and but it, it was just, like, the way she they portrayed trauma through her, I yeah. I thought was really well done, and you and you felt for her character because her character in the first movie is so innocent and yeah. uh, you know uh, such a good person, and you see her forty years later and she's still that same person, but she has that cloud of trauma around yeah, her, and I you feel really bad it, for yeah. her, but but she's still strong. Like mm-hmm. obviously, you know, as you see uh, towards the end of the movie, um, she still has fight in her. Yeah, of course, and like also, I guess it can be said that like I don't really know anyone with you know, a, a trauma like that. So, mm. like, what I think may be realistic may actually not be realistic. So I just want to put that, you know, like, title yeah. on it where it felt very real to me. However, like, mm-hmm. you know, with the, is, if a loved one um, of someone with PTSD, like, if they see it, like, are they going to feel like this is an actual... I just wanted to say that, too. Because, right. like, it seemed very real to me, but mm-hmm. I may be wrong, you know? Right. I see. But, yeah, I think that yeah. they, with that being said, I think they were very delicate mm-hmm. about it and like this is like this is a real person and this is like a real thing that people do go through and like their loved mm-hmm. ones get killed and like they're almost like killed or whatever and yeah it was tastefully yeah. done yes yeah, yeah. thank you yeah carla what'd you think <laughs> it was fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> We just said all this stuff, and Tyler was just like, huh? <laughs> we, we did <laughs> What movie were we talking about? <laughs> I mean, I saw the first one the night before for the first time. Yeah. So. That's right, yeah. And then I did some research on the rest of how the series went. Oh, okay. I do love 
most of the sequels. Even the really shitty ones, they're entertaining in their own ways. I, I kind of agree with what some people are saying, where, like, they try to get the body count as high as possible in the first half, and then in the second mm. half, they focus more on the confrontation. I can mm. see that. It had a pretty good body count. I think it had the highest body count of any... I think it was, like, 16. Of any of the Halloween movies, yeah. 16 or 18. I, yeah. I forget. Um, Five or six all happened back-to-back in that one sequence. Yeah. 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 He does kill a lot of people, but a good amount of them are, like, implied or, like, off-screen. or It's not, like, gratuitously gory or violent or... Anything, yeah, there's but, one gratuitous shot. I think I know what one you mean. And that was... Glorious. Amazing. <laughs> it, it, yes. it was glorious. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, go over there. <laughs> the, the window's over there. <laughs> oh, God. The... <laughs> but yeah, that is not that bad. No, there, there is like... There's one really gory shot in the movie. That's even then that that shot was weird to me. Yeah, I love that part. Yeah, but that would mean that he had to sit there and take out the skull. Yes, and that's like it's fucked up. It's so great. It's (laughs) fucked up, but that's like a time-consuming thing. Yeah, but that's 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 that shows the depths of his like creativity. Just just, yeah, he's he's he loves Halloween. (laughs) He wanted to make a jack. (laughs) Within a month, that's the second human jack lantern head I've seen. That's so weird. That's such like a specific thing because it was in uh, Terrifier. It's on the poster, yeah. It's the, yeah. the exact same way too, really? like just flashlight in the neck. That's so great. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's great. I was I was hoping for like a novelty kill like that in at the movie in the movie at some point. Do you know this time next year they're gonna have that in a Halloween store? I oh, if they sell lamps <laughs> like that. You sound like Ed Gein. Fake lamps, not actual human heads. I'm still at game. I mean, we can make it work either way. Ed's, yeah, Ed, Ed was a really creative guy. You got to give him credit for that. True. Please keep that in the podcast. <laughs> Just be like beep 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 beep. Ed was. He sounded like Ed Gein. Ed Gein was a very creative Ed, guy. Ed Gein was an artist. He inspired two of the greatest horror icons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All hell, Ed Gein. Yes. I really loved the bathroom scene. In the, oh yeah. In um, pretty much like the beginning, wanna, like the first quarter. The, I want to do that at work. <laughs> like get fake teeth and just drop it over. <laughs> you should go to the stall and like peek in the sides like he does in the movie, and then like just. But I was terrified. <laughs> like for me, I think that was like the not like the scariest, but I was like really afraid of that. He was fucking brutal in that scene when he's throwing the guy around. So well, because that is like you know like almost a trope at this point to like have like bathroom scene. Yeah, bathroom stuck in the stall. Hellfest did it a month ago. Yeah. Yeah, but like I really loved the way that they did that. Because the lead up to it was so creepy, where he's like peeking in the stall, and you're like, well, two things. One. Why is the first thing he goes to is to get the uh, the garage outfit? Like whenever he, whenever he, whenever he is, yeah, but whenever he escapes, he always finds that guy. I think he just has a thing for <laughs> mechanic clothing. <laughs> he, he just he likes the it's easy the monochrome. It's, easy. Uh, it's breezy. You know, it's anyone who's ever worn a onesie, it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> you have to like get naked when you have to pee. I don't, I don't or think I guess Michael it's Myers different for you. <laughs> he probably pees in his costume. That would be terrifying. He's <laughs> telling you his pee runs <laughs> yeah. down his own leg. That's, yeah, that's why he only goes out at night. Yeah. 
if anybody says anything, it's, oh, it's from the car I was... Working on? Yeah. Before it's I oil. showed up here. I killed someone, it's blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would be so happy if this was the last one, because it's, I enjoyed it so much, and... But what the, if? Like, it's the if. They could, they, yeah. The box office confirms that they're going to make another sequel. Like, it's... Uh, it's going to... Or end. another remake. Or a reboot. No! <laughs> Please, no, God, I don't want, I don't want another reboot. I don't just... No, we need to find out a movie entirely with Michael. I want a backstory. Kid. Yeah, I was about to say. That's yeah, the we, first forty-five minutes of the remake. Yeah, it fucking <laughs> sucks because he has a white trash family. Which it's a typical Rob Zombie movie up until halfway through when like, oh yeah, this redneck psychopath kid becomes Michael Myers, and now now here's the original movie. Your first scene with Lori in the remake has her finger fucking a bagel. Yeah, in front of her mom. I'm angry. It's garbage. It, um, Rob Zombie's kind of a shitty writer. Yeah, he I, Devil's, you would like Devil's Rejects. It's it's kind of like Texas Chainsaw. Um, Rad. Um, I don't watch it's a similar style, I'll say. Not every not single as good. character is worse than Michael Myers, except for Danny Trejo. For in the Halloween remake. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Danny yeah. Trejo is an angel. Yeah, Danny Trejo is this like convict with a heart of gold, and he's like the first guy Michael kills when he breaks out. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like surrounded by assholes in this movie. Every in in every Rob Zombie movie, every single character he, is a total prick. He, yeah, because Rob Zombie's a prick. First off, hey. uh, Michael breaks out of the insane asylum in the director's cut, which is the only one you can get for the remake, because yeah. two guards go into his room to rape a female in, inmate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he ends up killing them. Yeah, Thank and the woman probably. <laughs> Every single character is somehow more irredeemable than the serial killer. Yeah. It's Michael Myers is basically amazing. the hero of the movie. <laughs> and then oh. the second one has ghost horses. Yeah. There are ghosts in the, in the second one. Rad! He sees the ghost of his mom. No, sister. Mom. Mom. And... She's the one telling him to kill us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They, they rip off Friday the 13th. Um, yeah, I... Uh, I was very surprised that John Carpenter decided to be a part of it. Because he's famously curmudgeon in interviews and whenever he talks about past movies and stuff. And Not anymore. What was the quote you said? So They asked John Carpenter if he'd be open to revisiting some of his other films, uh, properties. And he said, I'm interested in anything that involves money. <laughs> <laughs> and he, that's honest. I, I, I love it. <laughs> but he's very... Uh, old school and indie and hippie and so I'm, I'm very surprised that he like played ball for this one because usually he's just like oh fuck that shit like the the movies today they're a bunch of garbage like everything everything I mean, to be fair it seems like they gave him a shit ton of freedom on this yeah yeah it helps that you know uh, low, low budget it's like a primarily female cast for this one yeah oh I, I do want to say one, one of my other faults I would I would point out um there is a bit of forced exposition in this movie. Um, mm. it, it feels like it was written so that someone who has never seen the original can watch this one too and yeah. still understand what's going on. Because they reiterate what happened in the original yeah. a couple times. Yeah. Like, kind of forcefully, like, out of nowhere, you know, in a way. Like, like they wouldn't naturally say that. Because um, they're talking to people who know what happened. Yeah. And they're just repeating it, you know. Um, and in particular, uh, a moment when Judy Greer... Yeah who is uh, Laurie Strode's daughter. Judy Greer re- reiterates to her daughter what her past is and how she could... And, and her delivery was really flat. She just says, like, I never told you how, I, how what it was like living with my mother. And then she dives into her backstory and there's, like, 
footage of like you know uh, they, they they show that the conditions that she lived in and like you know fortifying the house and learning to shoot and everything and and it's it was all delivered kind of pretty flat to me and uh, out of nowhere and it was kind of a bit of a hiccup for me. Um, I hate that it's just called Halloween. I Because we had the poster hanging up at work. I can't tell you how many people would see it and go like, oh, they're remaking this again? Like, no, it's a sequel, and it has Jamie Lee Curtis, in and she's back, but you wouldn't know it because she isn't on any of the posters except for one. And, and it's the one we have on. Yeah, and and uh, it's called Halloween. It just shows a picture of Michael Myers uh, with a ratty mask that kind of looks like the one from the Rob Zombie one, so it looks like just another remake, and I wish they would call it, like, you can't call it Halloween 2, because then there would be three Halloween 2s. You still have three Halloween 1s, though. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, Just call but it. But the, the last Halloween movie was also called Halloween 2, so there was, there was no way they were going <laughs> to make another Halloween 2. Um, Just call it Lori v. Michael. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I would yeah, love pretty that. Much. That, that would have been... And um, then a they, Halloween story about you know the what they, <laughs> Halloween story. <laughs> they should have just called it like October thirty first or something. <laughs> it, they, they would have to have Halloween in the title, like Halloween October thirty first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> An like, October thirty first story. Or no, Halloween is October thirty first. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's frustrating because there is nothing they could have called it that hasn't been used in one of the other Halloween movies. They, there there is already Halloween. Michael Myers returns. Uh, revenge of Michael Myers. Uh, you know. Um, Not this shit again. <laughs> yeah. Halloween again. H four O. You call it that. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know why the other one was called H two O. Because oh right, twenty years. Twenty years. years. Yeah. But it's it's a zero. It's on no. It's H twenty. But people like call it H two O. Like when I was a kid and I didn't know the meaning behind the title. I was soaking. I was like, "Why is it called Halloween H two O? Is water play a big factor in this movie?" Yeah. So wait, if that's so, that means the next one's gonna be the sixty years later. I guess they so. did. Yeah, if they're, if they're doing every twenty years, it'd be sixty years later. Poor Jamie Lee Curtis. She needs to retire by then. <laughs> no, she's she, she was so good in this. I, she I loved was. Her. Um, so the positives far outweighed the negatives. I will give it eight. Pumpkin head stomps out of ten. <laughs> nice. Chelsea, uh, what's what's your rating? Um, I would give it a eight sexy ways to eat guacamole out of ten. <laughs> I said that wrong. Guacamole. <laughs> guacamole. <laughs> How, how's that mole? It's a little guacky. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. No, I'm keeping that in. Are you kidding me? Tyler, what's your rating? <laughs> Eight incredible inflating uh, pumpkins. Yes, yes. Oh, that that title sequence. Oh, I loved it so much. And the pre-title sequence and how it led into the title. Yes. because oh, it awesome. was like the fact that it's like the first movie in a while to have an opening credits. Yeah, I. I, I, I loved missed it. That. I thought it was so creative how they did that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's like it's like bringing the pumpkin back to life again. They're like Halloween's back. Like it's such a. Uh, Felt good. Yeah. Um, Guacamole. <laughs> Guacamole. <laughs> I'm not going to let that go. Um, Fuck you. So yeah, Halloween. That's Halloween. News from Flutterx. So, news. Uh, Luke Cage has been canceled. Chelsea, Luke Cage. shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Just stay out of this. Um, so yeah, uh, last week Iron Fist was canceled and now Luke Cage. Um, I, up, I guarantee it's Jessica Jones. I know I said it in the chat. It's going to happen. You know, I... Um, 
I still haven't finished Jessica Jones season two. I was not crazy about season two. Nobody did, and that's why it's canceled next. <laughs> I don't know. I what I would like to see is if they do a Heroes for Hire show and uh, Iron Fist and Luke Cage have their own show together. I I feel like them together would be more entertaining. You have to keep in mind though Disney's mindset. They're gonna be like, well, they didn't work separately. Why would they work together? Hmm. Because Defenders, Defenders didn't even do that well. No, it, it at first it did pretty well, but a lot of just people, it didn't get great word of mouth. Not a lot of people liked the, the Defenders very much. I feel like the, the Defenders was where it was. It was the clear peak of the series of, of the whole Marvel Netflix thing. Since Defenders, it's gone kind of outside of the Punisher. It's gone kind of like who get, who cares. Um, before that. I was watching each of the shows immediately when they aired uh, or went on Netflix, and I, you know, blew through each of them. And then Defenders, and that was like, uh, well, I'm, well, you know what? Uh, excluding Iron Fist, because I, I didn't, I never finished Iron Fist. Um, and so yeah, I, I would say yeah, Iron Fist, uh, Iron Fist was the uh, start, uh, start of the downturn. So I'm not all that broken up about the shows that are leaving. I really loved Luke Cage season one. Um, I didn't watch it. I liked it a lot. I liked the the style. Um, Only one I watched was Jessica Jones season one and Daredevil one and two. I still really like Daredevil one and two and The Punisher and uh, season Daredevil season three just came out and I'm really digging it so far. So that's good. Um, hopefully the they keep Daredevil. That's all I want and Punisher. Um, so yeah. Uh, now this is just a rumor, but uh, I'll mention it anyway because I'm intrigued. Um, apparently a Alien TV series is coming to a. A streaming service uh, that I'm has a sci-fi. Sci-fi. I don't know. Maybe sci-fi. Alien. It, by by alien, I mean like the uh, xenomorph, alien, aliens, alien resurrection. Those movies. Um, oh, I think you meant Paul with Seth Rogen. <laughs> oh yeah. No, no thanks. I, I, I didn't. I didn't care about that movie. How do you feel about it, Scott? Sure. You don't. I thought you were gonna that. have such a bigger reaction. Okay. I well, it's a rumor, so I'm not gonna get too excited about it. Um, what if they do it, and then it, instead of it being alien, it's a Prometheus follow-up? Sure. Not Covenant, <laughs> Prometheus. Sure. <laughs> I the way the way Prometheus ended, I was intrigued. I was looking forward to what was gonna come next, and then no, it's not how it ended. It's just what the engineer did before Prometheus. It's him. Oh, so a rock. prequel to the prequel. <laughs> yes. Fuck that. <laughs> I, it's three no. seasons of him sitting on a rock. <laughs> yeah, just when are they gonna come here so I can get that black goo? <laughs> That's okay. the series finale. Is the ship crashing? Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. So great. Don't I wouldn't care. It's on DC streaming service. <laughs> can I just point out how yeah. fucking dumb that still is? The DC universe streaming service. The Titans thing. <laughs> Did you watch any of it yet? Is it like no? It's you can't watch it without. Oh yeah, because they're they're doling it out one episode at a time. Right? Yeah. What's the one perk of streaming services? That you can watch it all in one sitting and go yeah, crazy. Yeah, they have it spread out until December twenty first. <laughs> yeah, that's so, just normal TV without being able to have the privilege of being on a TV. It's normal TV, but you're paying for specifically that channel and for one show. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's a clever strategy by them because you can't have people coming out of the gate and saying the whole series sucks. Don't watch it. Instead, no, it's exactly. going to be episode to episode, like like uh, wasn't very good, but maybe it'll get better, and you'll keep stringing them along. But all of the reviews that I've seen so far, episode one, it's all right, like sevens and sixes out of ten. Episode two, not as good as one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Episode three? Well, I think we'll I missed see. episode two. <laughs> yeah. Let's we'll see the next episode. Let's see how it goes. Let's fuck them. Um, and the real reason they're doing it is because what I was planning on doing when it came out, which was just when you download the app, it says you get seven free days. So I was going to do that. Right, yeah, you were going to watch the whole thing and then... And then just cancel the subscription. Yeah. But now if I want to do that, i got to wait till Christmas. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. It's a Christmas present. Oh, you got me DC Universe. You might as well spit in my face. God. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Um, and the uh, other item of news I have here. Um, so, I've been getting annoyed with myself more than anything because the news I keep talking about is all franchise news and I'm so sick to death talking about Marvel, DC, Star Wars, like sequel to this, sequel to that. I'm, I'm so tired. I, I, I'm going to try and, for future episodes, talk more about some movie news uh, related to things that aren't franchises yet or like, here's a new movie that's coming out and seems interesting, you but know. Those franchises are movies. I know they are. Like, they're the whole entire business at this point. It is. But but they make so many other movies, too, and I, I want to... Do they? I d- yeah. <laughs> I, I want to, I wanna, you know, um, cover every time, a range of types of movies, you know. Every time one of those movies comes out at our theater, the building might as well just show that. <laughs> yeah, because we, well, we only have eight screens, and they're only going to get what they know will make them tons of money. So we always get the big, also, big franchise movies in the, in the, the lower... You know, indie movies, the award winners, we never get them. That and don't they require you to show them in the biggest screen? <laughs> Otherwise, you're not getting any more. Yeah, pretty much. Disney has a stranglehold on all the theaters. Like They don't technically own all the movie theaters, but they do. <laughs> and they, they can, they can if you don't play by their rules and play this new Marvel movie on their three biggest screens for four weeks straight, then they're just going to pull the movie. You're not going to get it. You're not going to get business. So, I, I total tangent there. Um, <laughs> anyway, franchises. <laughs> um, so, I... I uh, there's a movie coming out, um, and uh, each day I've been seeing, like, so-and-so has been added to the cast, and I keep seeing casting news about this, this movie. Um, and uh, from what I've seen, it doesn't look to be like it's based on anything pre-existing so there's that so it's a new movie written and directed by ryan johnson yeah. um <laughs> writer director of the last jedi oh. and looper and brick um but you said you weren't going to talk about franchises i'm not the last jedi this well he did franchise movies but ryan johnson is working on a new movie called knives out okay and uh the plot is here's here's what i have the plot is unknown but it's described as a modern murder mystery in a classic whodunit style oh cool um, so it's starring, so far, Chris Evans, Daniel Craig, Michael Shannon, Lakeith Stansfield, Don Johnson, and Anna de Armas, who played Joy in Blade Runner 2049. Um, Michael Shannon did it. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think that's... With his Kramer... Did, he, did you cast him as Kramer? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, These pretzels. I don't, I don't think we need to have seen this movie to know that Michael Shannon did it. <laughs> I won't see it either way. No, I'm excited Fuck. for it. <laughs> Your last Jedi hate. Uh, so yeah, that's a that's a pretty good a pretty good cast. Uh, Chris Evans definitely didn't do it because he's Captain America. <laughs> uh, he was. He did let that shit slip too. Well, we, we all knew his contract ran out after Avengers. Ah, more Avengers shit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. 
So yeah, Knives Out. I'm looking forward to it. That's that's a movie to keep on your on your radar. Um, Unless you get taste, and then you'll realize you should eat. Have you seen his other movies? I don't need to. You do? Because they're really good? (laughs) I hate him on a personal level. Oh my god. Don't be one of those Russian bots. (laughs) Or internet trolls. Stop being an NPC. Oh, Jesus (laughs) fucking Christ. But anyway, I'm a... That's cool. I'm excited about that movie. It's it's. I'm interested in the cast and uh, all the people in it. I'll watch anything Michael Shannon does. Um, and uh, yeah, so yeah, that's coming out. Um, so that's news. That's news. And that's the episode. That's the episode. We have no emails, but if you would like to send us an email, send us a question or feedback or anything of any kind, we'll respond. Hate mail, dick pics. Hate mail, dick pics. Please, no dick pics. I will not Please, open them. I will not. Igno- I will not acknowledge them. Fuck, I already I will. Them. <laughs> I thought that looked familiar. Um, <laughs> but if you, yeah, send us an email. We'll respond to it on the episode. Uh, send it to, uh, it came from theater7 at gmail.com, and that is seven spelled out, S-E-V-E-N. And follow us on Facebook. And also, we are located on YouTube now. Yay! So, yeah, we're on YouTube, and SoundCloud, and iTunes, and Spotify. Wow, look at us. Um, yeah, look at We're us go around. to three places. Um, <laughs> and tell your friends. Share us with your friends. We're your friends. We get around. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the episode. Thanks for tuning in. Tune in next week where, well, we won't be here. <laughs> um, don't tune in next week. There'll be nothing to tune into. We'll be in Florida. We'll be in Florida. Hot bitches. Unless you live in Florida, then I feel bad for you for living yeah. in Florida. Yeah, so we'll, yeah, we'll be in Florida, not getting tan, because we'll be inside, probably. <laughs> Watching <laughs> scary movies. Um, and then the week, at, yeah, week after that, we're going to be moving around. Um, I'm all going to try and get a podcast out there at some point, or look out for a message from me. I'll, I'll update you. Um, There's a text podcast coming. <laughs> <laughs> Those are called books. <laughs> <laughs> What's a book? Book. It's like, it's like the internet, but you read it. Um, you can read the internet. I read the internet. <laughs> I just use a text-to-speech. <laughs> books are like audiobooks, but you, no one says them to. All right, That's I, a lot of work. I killed it. I ruined it. All right. Uh, bye, guys. We'll see you when we see you. Um, that was glorious. Just say bye. Just say bye. I want to catchphrase. You're going to say it's glorious at the end of every episode yeah. now? What is the context of that? There's no reason. <laughs> th- What's glorious? <laughs> Our podcast. Wow. That, <laughs> should it, should I, should we do that? Should we all do that now? Will it, like, bye guys. We rock. <laughs> Shalom amigos. Say bye. <laughs> Fuck you. Wait, <laughs> has a catchphrase for me. No, it isn't. Bye. <laughs> I can tell you how to step out of your way.